Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. All right. Hey, Allison. Hi. (laughs) We were just talking about how we feel like we have whiplash right now because... So crazy. How's everyone doing? We already talked about Maycember last week, but it's not over yet. Mm -mm. And so we can't stop complaining about it yet. Right. Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. And it feels good just to let it out. And (laughs) I think I was thinking about it this morning because I was like, it sucks because this is finally when the weather is like perfect. It's not Mm -hmm. too hot yet. Um, Spring is in full swing. But along with that is coming seasonal allergies. So everyone feels kind of off, like eyes, itchy nose, Mm -hmm, watery, mm -hmm. whatever, face, and all this. And so, and then you're trying to keep up with everything and you can't even enjoy this like beautiful weather. I know. Spencer's like, have we even gone out to the back porch just to hang out? Yeah. No, no, we haven't. No, you don't have time. And Uh -uh. then anyway, just getting through May. So Britt and I are feeling tired. So (laughs) get some oxygen to the brain. Relaxing is only for the upper elite. Yeah turns out. No, they're the ones that have their kids in like the most expensive sports ever and that are traveling. <laughs> but their nanny and... takes them. That's true. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, so Godspeed for the rest of this month. We can do this, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you tell me we can do it. We, we can, can do it. Do it. And I'm not even days, as busy as Brit. So we're, we're getting down. We're getting yeah. down days away. There's just a few big hills to climb. <laughs> it's a climb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only Miley Cyrus knows best. Right. Uh, because her life's not stressful. It, it seems like there have been some major Actually, stressors. Her life does seem stressful, mm-hmm. but it seems like it was self-provoked. Yeah, self-induced. But who am I to judge? <laughs> One could argue that ours is too. <laughs> That's true. Don't sign your kids up for these things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the things we do for our children. Um, before we get into this week's subject, I have a pretty good... Someday you'll laugh about about this moment. moment. Okay. All right. So we touched on this a little bit in a past episode, but I did just get a minivan. Right. I'm like so stoked about it. Like (laughs) every day I fall a little bit more in love (gasps) and I brag about it to people because they know that it took me a lot mentally to get here and I'm like totally embracing it. (laughs) This was a long journey. Yeah. And I'm happy where I am now. Hmm? My husband's loving it. Every time he drives it, he's like, that car's a dream. (laughs) So I was meeting some ladies for lunch and I was about right on time. But as I started driving, I went on autopilot and I took a turn into Walmart, which is sad uh, that my autopilot is, is Walmart. Your default is Walmart. But um, and then I was like, oh crap, what am I doing? And I did have to pick a grocery order up like later that day. So I think my brain was kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. So to explain this Walmart though, it's ridiculous and stupid and everybody hates it. Um, <laughs> this parking lot. Oh because my gosh. In order to like get in and out, it's just tight turns and there's these weird barriers and you have to make this tight right and then this tight right to mm-hmm. not hit anybody. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think you can see where this is going. Uh-oh. But I I, tie, I I took the turn a little tight and, and you know, my minivan, she's got a wider berth than <laughs> my other car. Yeah. And so the, and less clearance. So it's childbearing tires. Yes. So I took it too sharp and dragged that like running the board oh, area yeah. across the curb. Oh no. Was Andy in tears? Thought I wanted to puke. You know, (laughs) I just heard the. I was like, that sounded really bad, (laughs) and so I'm like swearing a lot. (laughs) My four year old's in the back, and he says, "Mom, you're scaring me." (laughs) I get to the restaurant, and I'm trying to just 
not freak out, but I'm like, I kind of have to say something because I'm kind of like shaky, like physically Mm -hmm. my hands are shaking. (laughs) And I got out and I like was looking at the bottom. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, that sounded so much worse than it was. My one friend said, here's the thing. In marriage, there's just a balance. And it's this weird phenomenon. But she said, when one person freaks out and is really upset, the other person usually dives into the role of calm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Comfort. So are you going to take the freak out road? So I said, well, I don't feel like I have to pretend that. (laughs) When I tell... It comes very naturally. I said, I'm not far from the tears right now and (laughs) everything. So he really is very pragmatic and level-headed typically. I was like, but he'll be frustrated for sure. I would be, Mm -hmm. you know? And so all day I just had the stomach ache and I got home from the lunch and I'm like, it had to have been worse because the sound. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I haven't seen all the damage. So I got up underneath Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. It's Uh-oh. worse. Uh-oh. And I mean, thankfully, it's nowhere you can see it, mm-hmm. but we know it's there and it's damaged. I had a car that was six or seven years old prior to this. It mm-hmm. had 113,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. I never scratched it once. Never did never I ever run over. I ever, like, <laughs> run, a cur- run over a curb, uh-huh. mm-hmm. back it into anything. Of course, it had dings and things from doors mm-hmm. and stuff, but it was not like I never did anything it's like the, this. It's the principle of the minivan. You avoided barf last week. Yep. It's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Not so fast. It's like Final Destination. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, it will find you one way or another. You can't avoid death. And that's what everyone said. They're like, Allison, you're driving a van. Like you, you get the first scratch over with. Right. Just get it over with. That way you're not so devastated. throw up back there while you're at it. You told you, you said you were scared. (laughs) Pilot on. Pilot on. You said you were scared. Throw up out of fear, please. (laughs) Um, so it was, everyone was being so nice, um, to me about it, including my husband. uh And I did cry a lot. Well, there's something that I want to talk about before we get into our subject, uh-huh. because I feel like it is in the forefront of people's minds lately. It is. Okay. So I had a coworker come up to me and said, Britt, have you done an episode about this? Okay. And he goes, it's the tipping thing. It's tipping. Oh, I said, it's, we've, I said, we've hot. talked about it. We've yeah. talked about it. But then after he brought that up to me, I saw people post it on their Insta stories, yeah. like studio five just right. did a story about it. And it's I, because no, everyone, here's my opinion. Okay. People felt like a jerk complaining about it. Mm-hmm. But once a few people started being like, Hold bringing on. it up, then everyone's like, like, okay, I yes, can Okay. I'm not this. the only yes. one. Cause he, he goes, I went to Starbucks to get a breakfast sandwich today. Yeah. And which you're, you're 10 bucks in right there. Uh huh. Just for the Sammy. Yeah. And so he, you know, got the little iPad or whatever mm-hmm. that you have to, you know, choose, you know, sign and then choose if you want to leave a tip. And he said, the girl was totally nice to him yeah. while taking his order and having him sign the thing yeah. and taking his credit card. And he said, as soon as he hit that no tip button, she's like, order for Dan. <laughs> he Dan. Goes, he was in the drive through and he said it was basically as though she threw the breakfast sandwich <laughs> in his lap. across <laughs> out the window right. onto his lap. Uh-huh. Like it was just like such a slap in the face to her. Yes. And I have to say people, yeah, people are freaking out about this right yeah. now. I really liked the term I heard recently and it was called the guilt tip. Yes. Instead of guilt trip. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very true. And mm-hmm. I I was in a drive up a little while back. The person hold, held the iPad and asked me verbally yeah. and said, do you want to leave a tip? Diabolical. And I'm like, you're really going to make me look you in the eye and say, no, thank and you. And say no. Right. It's like, if they if it's flipped around and you can just hurry and hit the no button, right? I mean, obviously they're going to see it, mm-hmm. but to but for her to hold it, what was going to happen next? Was she going to be like, "How much do you want to leave me a tip? Yeah. How much? Like fifty percent, right? What? Mm-hmm. And I think it's asinine now. <laughs> and to me, a tip is if you are going above and beyond your job description, right? Then you give a tip. Uh-huh. But if you're going to 
a coffee shop and a someone drink place. And, or someone who puts your nuggets in a bag yeah. and they're already getting paid hourly for that. I don't think we should feel guilty. No. So I think everyone don't let the guilt drive you Yeah. in this economy. You need to yeah. just do the best you can. This is your permission, everybody mm-hmm. to not feel like you have to leave a tip unless it's an extraordinary don't fall for the guilt tip breathe a sigh of relief and feel fine yeah. about hitting the no tip option yes, i agree i'm on board let's all do it <laughs> there's a lot of you listening right now because we have millions of listeners but if we all do it together so anyway I, that was just something that i felt like we needed to talk about because it's hot right now yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think uh it's it's important <laughs> so anyway today's topic is also important and it could get awkward but we're here for it <laughs> Yeah, when I put out the call for it, I just said the the more embarrassing the better. Yeah. The more weird any, yes. as anything goes. And I mean, this subject is inherently embarrassing because today we're talking about basically puberty stories <laughs> and coming of age stories. Mm-hmm. We didn't want it to all be gross. Right. It's not going to be all physical changes. Right. You guys, coming of age means a lot of things to a lot of people. <laughs> yes. Now, I put up some clips on our Instagram to kind of get your brain sinking and it kind of ran the gamut mm-hmm. of like just that age. Mm-hmm. So they're new, there's a new movie out and I kind of want to go see it with like you or some girlfriends or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's based on that book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yeah. And that's kind of what got my brain thinking about it. And I put up a, a clip of her going to the store with her mom needing a bra, right. her first bra. <laughs> and the late the old ladies at the department store and she's measuring her mm-hmm. and she's putting on her like readers to try and like see how small they are. And she's like, I don't think we make bras that small. (laughs) And she was like, but here's this one. And it's a little trainer and it will grow as you grow. (laughs) And then her mom's like helping her in the dressing room and her mom's asking her, how does it feel? Like Mm -hmm. she goes, this is the most uncomfortable thing. I can't wait to take it off. And the mom's like, welcome to womanhood. Yeah. Get used to it, girly. You're another 75 years into this thing. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And so that kind of stuff, I thought this would be fun to touch on because Mm -hmm. I don't care like how comfortable you try to make it as a parent. It is an uncomfortable time. Yeah. But then we also put up a clip of uh, one of my, actually, I love this movie now and then. Oh, yeah. And it's when Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa have their kiss. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you tell anybody about this, <laughs> kick the crap out of you. You know? And so just yeah. like those milestones, those awkward things that are super formative. Yeah. And you always remember. Let's just jump into some stories and we'll sprinkle ours in because we've already had our, our moments here. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> to get on our soapbox. Okay. Well, I think it goes without saying that coming of age is a lot to do with crushes oh, yeah. and hormones. Some, some hormones going on. <laughs> the, her- the hormones. The hormones. Um, so this listener, she writes in and says, when she was in seventh grade, her mom was really into going to family reunions. <laughs> it wasn't close family either. It's the generation. Yeah. I think because, I don't know. Do you Brit's care? Like, do you care? I was about to say, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. here's here's what I found is when you go to big family functions, you just go with your comfort zone. You're same people. And you just end – like I will just sit next to you. Yes. And we'll chat. Or and then some cousins. of our cousins that we're closest to will come chat. And then we might say hi and chat a little bit with them more. But we just hang out at our table yep. kind of mm-hmm. with the ones that we know best because right. you have the most to talk about with them. I feel like I've learned more about my extended family via social media than I yeah. have at any family uh-huh. reunion. <laughs> So she said, yeah, these are the people that are super extended, mm-hmm. you, like people you've never met in your life. And the last time your parents saw them was when they were 12. Yeah. <laughs> so she knew she was going to be really bored and she invited a friend to come with her. They had to drive for two hours to wow, this reunion. It's a good friend. Uh, it is a good this friend. sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
she said they were just hanging out at the picnic table when her mom <laughs> introduces her to one of her second cousins or some weird Utah family connection. Right. And there standing next to her is the boy that she had a crush on. Oh, no. She goes, I wanted to die. Like a boy from school. But yeah, a boy yeah. from school. Because not only was I there having to experience this spiral of emotions, uh-huh. finding out that the boy you are in love with is actually your relative. <laughs> yes. Um, her friend was yeah. the equivalent of Regina George. <laughs> and she saw the whole thing play out. <laughs> she knew she liked him. And you better believe that she told everyone at school about her mildly incestuous crush. <laughs> she said people teased her about it. For years. Yeah. They're not going to let her years. live it down. If this girl's Regina George energy, mm-hmm. she's not going to let you live I'm it down. I'm surprised Regina George was down for a two-hour family reunion road trip. It must have been like yard work Saturday at her house or right. something. And it's like, Anything. yeah, yeah, I'll go. Oh. And a girl at our school, her and a boy had started going out for quite a while and really liked each other, mm-hmm. then found out. <gasps> I think that she they were... sent this story in one time, didn't she? I th- maybe. Or is this happening to large amounts well, of people? It could be because in Utah, I mean, there's a lot of big families in Utah. Right. And it's like, okay, you live in the same area. You're from the same area. I mean, lots of just goes back like a generation or two. Right. And so, but they kept going out because they liked each other a lot at the time. I don't think they were planning on procreating. So I think it's (laughs) probably okay in that regard. And I think they were about- You have to shut it down. Second or third cousin, like third cousins. Still, I think I would have had to shut it down. (laughs) I don't think my seventh grade, like- love strength was strong enough for that, you know? (laughs) Speaking of kissing, this listener said she was the first of her friends to have a real kiss, which apparently labeled her a bit. Uh Uh-oh. So she said they were all together after without her and they talked about whether or not they should still be her friend. Oh, wow. Because she real kissed a boy. Rude much? Uh, You real kissed a boy. Did you guys hear that she Frenched him? Like, what is this, 1954? (laughs) She said she also had a friend come up to her at school the following Monday and and said, um, you should probably get checked for mono. Oh, my gosh. These kids. I mean, thank heavens this girl didn't end up on the pole. I mean, really, <laughs> are you kidding me? But at that age, people are advancing at such different at, at such different um, uh, timelines. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend who was kissing, full-on making out kissing boys by seventh grade. <laughs> But I didn't have my first kiss till I was 16. Right. You know, and it was so, just a different level of comfort and development. I remember hearing stories and being like, what? what? Like you just can't even wrap your head around it. Yeah. And so, you know, it sounds like this girl, it was pretty innocent, but she was being treated like the scarlet letter, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Well, going back to our relative story. Kissing uh, cousins. Yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> this listener says she came from a small town and was related to everyone growing up. But somehow she would forget that from time to time. <laughs> it's hard to remember. It is. Everyone and- has the same last name, but it's hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> she said she remembers trying to decide between two different boys to take to a school dance. Then she remembered one boy was her cousin. Oh. She said third cousin's not that bad, it's right? She remembered before she bought her hundreds of dollar dress. Yeah. You know? Anyway, she said that made the decision a lot oh, easier. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she took the one that was not her cousin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, my, I live in a very, very small town. And I have said to my kids, you're welcome because we're transplants. We're, uh-huh. We have no connection to the, the little town, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of people do. A lot of people grew up there and are moving back there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do have – there's a ton of like the same last name everywhere. And yeah. I told my kids, you're welcome because you aren't related to anybody uh-huh. here. Yeah. That we know of. At least, I mean, maybe like six cousins or something. But yeah. I said, you have the pick of the litter. You'll be a hot commod because <laughs> – 
<laughs> no, really, because other people, you have a half of the dating pool eliminated right off the bat. That is hilarious. And so you guys, hot ticket. Hot ticket. <laughs> you get one family that decides to have 10 kids <laughs> and it's it makes things tricky. <laughs> I was kind of pondering this subject as we were preparing. I was thinking about it and I am intimidated right now as a mom of a boy who's 10, who's we're, we're right there. We're on the cusp. He's a tween, kind of. He's a tween. And I am intimidated by male puberty <laughs> because we did not grow up with a Who brother. Who is it? Well, <laughs> I feel like they are. <laughs> we did not grow up with a brother or a dad in the house. Mm-hmm. So girl puberty, much more comfortable than I am a girl. Right. Obviously. Male puberty is a whole nother beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm nervous. And understandably, I think. And I don't, and I don't feel like moms are necessarily the first go-to for the boy. Right. To come to and be like, hey, mom, so this is what's going on. Can I discuss this with you? You know, probably not. So I'm just hoping that, I mean, my husband has a good relationship with my son. Mm -hmm. I'm here and he's Mm -hmm. very open with me now. Mm -hmm. But when things start getting real, I don't know. I was finding myself, though, spiraling into a feminist place, very negative feminist place as I was thinking about male puberty versus female puberty. Okay. And dare I say, I don't feel that bad for the boys. (laughs) Oh, like you're just like extra turned on. That must be really hard for you, quite literally. Um, (laughs) No, but like the things that happen to them, Mm -hmm. it's jarring, it's confusing, Mm -hmm. but it all just basically becomes societally acceptable. Okay. They start to get hair. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so do they girls. don't have to so do so girls, do girls and you girls have to shave ha- it off. Have to shave it. Now when I say have to, I don't mean you really have I'm to. I'm saying society pressures you into shaving it. Yes, I don't think there's many girls that are like I'm just going to embrace my hairy armpits. Yeah, not not in junior high. I was going to say I know some ladies in their 30s and 40s that are like, that are like okay, good with themselves. Mm-hmm. But no, when you're that age you're like get this off. Boys, mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, well, yeah, I'm getting hair in my armpits, but look at every other dude walking around yeah. has long hairy armpits yeah. or hairy legs or facial hair. They can choose. In fact, <laughs> not only are beards acceptable, they're like celebrated right now. They're <laughs> having such a moment, like and not just like a little short beard, like full on yeah. mountain man beards are fine. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's jarring at first. Yeah. But you don't got to do anything. <laughs> Just let it go, You got to keep it in their Just pants. Let it grow. It's like the main thing. Let it grow. Let it go. Yeah. And the stink. You do. Because I've we heard it's deodorant. really stinky. <laughs> the boys are really smelly. My mm-hmm. mother-in-law is like, I remember coming home. <laughs> from work and like my boys would have friends over and I would just get like hit. Oh no. Like, oh, like I hit a wall. <laughs> and she said one friend in particular just had the stinkiest feet. And she's like, I knew it as soon as I walked in, I'm like, he's here. And I would like put his shoes outside. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were so bad. <laughs> and so I know that has to be managed, but like now let's talk about girl puberty. Okay. You are getting hair. Mm-hmm. You have to just start. You're like, shave well, start shaving your legs for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Armpit hair, start shaving your armpits for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. If you're in our family, it's start shaving from below your nose your, to your start toes. Start shaving your face for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, start shaving your face <laughs> or waxing or plucking or bleaching or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because or again, all of the above. Again, you don't have to. And I love um, someone who's willing to break those norms. Uh-huh. But I'm but saying- But at that age, you're, you're going to get labeled as mustache girl. Right. As and I did and in it's like not cool. fourth and fifth it's grade. It's not no. cool. Mustache girl walks a very lonely road, guys. <laughs> Could make or break you. <laughs> um, God bless the broken road. Um, so, but same thing with periods. Oh. You are dealing with that the rest That's of your, your life. ever loving life. And guess what? The only way out is this fun little thing called menopause, <laughs> which can go on for 10 effing years. Oh so it's like, oh, you did this your whole life every month, mm-hmm. your whole life every month. Uh-huh. And- 
it's all over, except it's not. <laughs> now, instead of that, mm-hmm. you're getting all these other things. And so I'm like, wow, this is so much more daunting, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, and a bra. Like, you bra. don't, boys, I mean, maybe you need to go a take them for a, a, a jock strap and a cup. But that's like only when you're like, Doing, doing athletics. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. I need to fit you for this thing that you are going to have strapped to you every day, every day, all, all day. day. And it needs to go well under your clothes yep. and under your athletic wear. Right. And you need to find a, a bathing suit that's going to give you the right amount of support mm-hmm. and coverage. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not saying like I'm an ultra feminist. I'm just feeling very feminist right now. Mm-hmm. And Britt and I have talked about this, but like when we die and go to heaven, Heavenly Father, you've got some planning to, to do, do. Mm-hmm. because <laughs> just make it make sense. It seems a lot harder for us. Uh-huh. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> um, did you ever go and get, like, did you ever experience what Margaret had to experience and go, I don't think I ever got measured for a bra no. unless I was in high school, I think. Uh-huh. And I had to try to figure out what to do for, with those forsaken drill team costumes. Yep. And so I went to Victoria, Victoria's Secret to get one of those like adhesive strapless yes. backless bras. And no, that's probably yeah. the only time I ever got measured. So I started getting measured in like college. And mm-hmm. if you have a bigger chest, it's just makes sense because mm-hmm. it's just really difficult to figure out. <laughs> this girl, like, I don't know, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. And the way I know that it's different is because I had a girl walk up to me, a friend of mine, and she's uh-huh. like, this sounds, I hope this isn't creepy. Huh? But like, what bra are you wearing? If somebody's willing to walk up to you and be like, I need to figure this out. And then uh-huh. she went and I got like, I was like, I expect a full report. We're buzzing buddies now. <laughs> yeah. But now that I've done that, that's where I'll, as soon as mm-hmm. my daughter is old enough to need like a real bra, mm-hmm. I'm taking her. Yeah. But this listener, she said, she'll never forget when she first wore a training bra mm-hmm. and it was the most uncomfortable thing ever. She decided she, she was going to wear the bra to church. <laughs> okay. It was just a training bra and wildly uncomfortable. And she ended up going into the bathroom to take it off. Well, it's kind of like when I did the ace bandage wrap thing. Where what are you going to put with it? it? Mom's going to kill me if I throw this away. <laughs> In she, her scripture bag? Yeah. She said, turns out she put it on all twisted, which explains why it was so uncomfortable, <laughs> even though it was super thin and basic, but she still took it off and she shoved it into her scripture bag. Yes. I knew it. Fast forward to class when she needed to open her <gasps> scripture case. She was like, oh my gosh. And she was trying to, she had to slowly pull out her scriptures <laughs> for fear of, and I was hoping that this ended with the bra was on the floor. It, you know, at the time you're like, that would be the worst ever. Yeah. Now I'm like, that would be the best ever. In Sunday school <laughs> with the boys, you know, I know now I'm like, that would be the best ever. If your bra fell out. Yep. But it didn't, but she had it I mean, lucky for, her. for, lucky for the 12 right. year old her. Right. It didn't. Yep. Um, recently I, like you were saying, the bra measuring. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are available now that I wish were available when we were younger. And yeah. it makes me sound like we lived in the 30s. Yeah. Um, the 19- Imagine what they feel like. Right. Because they, found- they didn't even, like, my mom said, and she didn't grow up in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom said that she was blown away when, like, commercials on TV uh-huh. were tampon ads. Uh-huh. She was like, you didn't see, that was like, Forbidden. Forbidden. Yeah. You didn't like put talk you about would it. You see maybe a tampon ad in a women's only, like, magazine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's like, they have like billboards with tampons on them now, like which blows her mind. So I'm like, we've taken some leaps. We, we have. And I, I just saw an ad for um, swimsuits for when you're on your period. They're supposed to be kind of like those- Like un- a thinks. Yes. Or, I just wonder what happens when you get in the water. Right. And that's what a lot of people were saying. And But I saw a comment saying, we don't know how, but it works. And I bought them for my girls. And I'm like, really? oh, I would have loved yes. this as a teenager. Because the, the, the pool party always falls 
on your Absolutely. period somehow. Absolutely. Same thing with like vacation. Oh my gosh. So I, we talked about this on the last episode, how my husband and I are planning a vacation yes. and he was joking around about for sure that I was going to be on my period. And yeah. I said, 100% yes. I will be. And I said, it doesn't matter if it's Pioneer Trek, right. girls camp, Thailand, yeah. honeymoon, <laughs> cruise. I have been, you guys. Yeah. I, you guys, I don't know what it, like the universe hates me. My body hates me. Yeah. Something Something Maybe. is happening that hates me a lot. Maybe it's like stress or something Maybe. like of, of traveling. I don't know. But it's like, it's ridiculous. Yes. And, and with And it's without fail, honestly. Right. right. It's so wild. And I, I do wonder what that phenomenon is because I feel like a lot of stories that we got and submissions we got were people getting their period at the worst time. Times. Like, I don't know many people. Maybe it is like some kind of stress. I don't know many people who like their first time getting their period. They were just comfortably at home. Yeah. I was babysitting five kids <laughs> and I started to like scavenge in the mom's bathroom looking mm-hmm. for something. Uh-huh. I'm, later I found out, I think she had had her tubes tied. So she, or, oh, or, so she didn't even have any. No. Supplies. And so I had to call my mom mm-hmm. and she had to run some stuff over to the house that I was babysitting at. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home, I just remember I was like, I am so tired. Yeah. And my mom's like, that's pretty normal. Yeah. It's normal to be tired. And then she said, let's go hit a bucket of balls. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, no. In celebration? And or she just said, like, sometimes it just feels good to get outside and move your body if you're having like cramps or if you're feeling tired. And mm-hmm. I was like, could we do an activity that I like? <laughs> but we went and hit a bucket of balls while I had this giant pad on and I was so mad. <laughs> But I, oh, also with strides that we're making, yeah. the, the schools have products available in the that bathrooms. So nice. it's, it's so great. Then you don't have to walk up to the office, office and be like, excuse me. And like be panicked. Lynn, could I? <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, the male um, gym coach is like, Lynn is out for the day. You're like, yeah. okay, awesome. Mr. Dennis, um, <laughs> this is awkward, but dire, dire straits here. Like, Slim fit. <laughs> what size? <laughs> this. Submission reminded me of how I went out and played a bucket of balls. We were very agreeable teenagers. We were. Because I do feel like even your daughter, oh, she would have looked at you and been like, cried and been like, no. Um, <laughs> so this listener said she started her period right before her soccer game. Awesome. And went and was just waddling, running. Oh, no. Trying to play oh, no. soccer. And <laughs> you've got to really hustle out there on the field. That's not like a calm sport. At least no. hitting a bucket of balls, balls. I you could like kind of stand still. Yeah. And I do remember I one time was having kind of a rough period in junior high and I told the male PE teacher like, I'm having really bad cramps and it was, you know, not to get into too much detail, but it wasn't the greatest. And so mm-hmm. it was like day two. Okay. And so I said, can I sit down? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, sure. He was such a jerk. So I was sitting there and they were playing softball. Mm-hmm. And from across the field, he yelled, you know, Miss Shepard, physical activity actually relieves menstrual cramps. Shut up. No. I promise. He should be fired. Yes. No, that is crazy. I just was like, that oh my crazy. gosh. And a boy, a boy said, oh my gosh, he is such a jerk. Well, thank like, goodness. Out loud. And yeah. I just thought this man is the worst in the world. <laughs> Do you even have a woman, like a wife or a- In your, in your, in your vicinity. Yeah, a like neighbor I'm, I'm, that you care I'm about. I'm guessing you had a mom. Right. <laughs> At some point, it would just make sense. And so I'm like, what? Who is this man? Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. He must have been tenured because he did never get fired for any of that crap. He yeah. has stuff like that all the time. Horrible. 
All right. Uh, before we take any more walks down memory lane, let's take a little break. Sounds good. Okay, we're back and let's get back into it. Let's do it. Okay, so we were talking about bras earlier and we were talking about how some people are like kind of excited about the whole puberty thing or yeah. like, I can't wait to get boobs. Or and other I'm, girls uh-huh. are just mortified. It's just right. like on now and then. Like Roberta I, is taping her boobs down. I'll and- tell you, I'll tell you what it is. The people who don't got it want it. And the people who got it don't, don't want, want it. And quite that honestly, is life. quite that honestly, is life. yeah. The Be- curly haired girls want straight hair. The straight haired girls so want right. curly hair. So even in life now, like, just get ready for disappointment. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Brit. It's a great Setting lesson to tell. Great this is a great lesson to tell your tween. Right. So, um, Brit, and, and I think a lot of times when you're the younger sister, you do get a little more insight or a little more exposure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have an older sibling, specifically if they're the same gender as you. Yeah. Cause I don't know that most like teenage boys are really divulging a lot to their younger sisters, right. or yeah. at least probably they shouldn't be. And, <laughs> but if, if they have a younger brother, they yeah. might know more what's going on. Same thing with a girl. So yeah. Brit's friends, I learned a lot from Brit's <laughs> friends, I feel like. And they decided one time at a sleepover to tell me and my friends that Eating Twizzlers nibs <laughs> helps your boobs get bigger. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's an urban legend. I feel like we've like lots of listeners will probably be like nodding their heads. Yep. Oh, you think? I think so. Maybe Which, I'm, am I wrong? I mean, if if you eat if enough, you eat enough nibs, of them, your boobs will get bigger because everything's getting bigger. Everything. Yes. <laughs> because if you're, if you're eating excess amounts of sugar, like medic- <laughs> like you're trying to like medicinally intake some Twizzlers. Some Twizzlers daily, <laughs> then yes, I would say your boobs will probably get bigger. And so we'll... Lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> Every sleepover, at least Everybody. one of my friends had a bag of nibs. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. tradition. Yep. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I do. And there were... Yeah, there were um, urban legends or there were... Um, what do you call them? There's folklore. Yes. There's definite okay. folklore. And it's probably just the name, nibs. Yeah. It just sounds like nibs, you know? Nib- they should be called nibs no more. <laughs> They won't just be little nibs anymore if you eat a lot of these. Okay. Do you know how you were saying the ones who want it don't have it? It's all vice yes. versa. Like, so when I put that call out for tell me your puberty stories, uh, a listener wrote in and said, I, she was like, I still haven't gone through it. I'm 35 and I have no boobs. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah, seriously. But then, like, read this listener's story. Okay. Uh, this listener said that she was an early developer. And uh, a girl stopped her in the hallway at school and accused her of stuffing her bra. Because the audacity of these people. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever walk up. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I'm just jealous. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She said she was so young and innocent. She didn't even know what she was talking about. What do you mean stuffing my bra? Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean? Um, Like at Thanksgiving? Like like stuffing? stuffing? Like, no way. I hate that stuff. So gross. Um, (laughs) And so she remembers coming home and asking her poor father. Yeah. Single dad, yeah. what that meant. Oh. <laughs> and then later she saw a movie called Now and Then where a girl experiments with stuffing her bra with pudding filled balloons. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It gives it more realistic texture. texture. Jello's too jiggly. <laughs> uh, and then she said, it finally made sense. She goes, fortunately, I never even had to stuff. She was well endowed and she actually would put on two to three sports bras at yeah, a time I've been there. because she was so subconscious. I have two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've worn multiple sports yeah. bras. Pack those things down. Well, yeah. I told you about, and I was working out at, right after I had my baby. And so they're extra big. And the oh, fitness instructor was like, don't give yourself a black eye. I and can't I believe like, she said that. Oh my gosh. And so I've definitely worn multiple and it gives you like a headache. Yeah. Um, but the speaking trapezius of- muscles really need a rub after that. Yes. Speaking of now and then. Um, Devin Sawa is on that movie. Absolutely. And I don't is. know one nineties girl <laughs> that did not love Devin Sawa. Uh, can I keep you? Ew. Worst line ever, but still. 
it was somehow acceptable because it was Devin Sawa. Uh-huh. And um, he's aged fairly well. I, I haven't I seen recent it. pics. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, not so much. Okay. Unfortunately. It's good to know. I mean, he's still, <laughs> sounds so mean. Like, he's an attractive man. He just, <laughs> I don't, he doesn't do it for me, you know? <laughs> anyway, so speaking of now and then, Devin Sawa is obviously kind of the main, uh, what would you call it? The love interest? The love interest of, kind uh-huh. of all the girls or whatever. But also he like teases. It's like that. Yeah. It's like that. It's that age. Yeah. yeah. Where they like are kind of mean to the girls they like and mm-hmm. it's all messed up. So anyway, this listener said she and her friends would watch now and then as sleepovers. And there's a part where they all go and Devin Sawa and all of his brothers are kind of these little punk kids in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're skinny dipping at like the <laughs> local pond and the and the girls grab their clothes right and right. so the boys are like chasing after him naked and there's a part where it like flips to him and they're all kind of you see some like side bum you know you kind of see him <laughs> naked and she said they just <laughs> she said and this is a pretty young age they just kept rewinding it to see oh if they gosh. could catch a glimpse of devon sawa jr <laughs> and i was like at Whoa. that age i did not even want to think about no. seeing anyone's junior junior yeah <laughs> Okay, well, speaking of urban legends, like like the Twizzlers' nibs or the, or the folklore, Okay, this listener, she wrote in and said, so the maturation program mm-hmm. in sixth grade, dun, dun, oh. dun. They do it in fifth and sixth, don't they? Uh, yeah. You've been to one. I haven't yet. Well, they it was so weird. Maybe cop out. Maybe not. Okay. They had us just watch a YouTube video with our kids. Okay. Like a... It feels better. Yeah, yeah. They just <laughs> said, everyone reporting to the gym. Right. And watching a video next to... Even as a parent, like next to my neighbor, Dan, no, I don't want to. The first year that I did it, it was the girls and boys got separated. Right. Girls went to the library. Boys went to the gym. Right. Then in sixth grade, it was everyone's combined and you're Uh learning about each other and you're going to try to make this as normal as possible. (laughs) It was weird. So so yeah, now, I mean, I don't know how every school operates it or whatever, but Mm -hmm. the program that they have done at my daughter's school. Send you the link. They send you the link and then you're supposed to watch it with (laughs) your child and sign a little thing like, yeah, we watched the video. Right. That's preferable in my opinion. Yes. Uh-huh. IMO. Um, but yeah, she said that during the maturation program, um, her family was going to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. And so she was going to miss the maturation program. Yes. Well, one of the girls who she was friends with told her that if she missed it, yeah. that she would get scoliosis. <laughs> now, I feel like scoliosis was another thing in school yeah. that like was kind of like a situation. They there was some fear tactic. There was scoliosis testing yeah. and they would be like, girls, you need to wear a sports bra because they're going to make you bend over and your shirt might flip up and show your yes. boobs. I'm like, this is, once again, what in the hell is yeah. happening? Yeah. Are you checking the boys' prostates while we're at it? Yeah. But I just don't understand. Maybe maybe the girl thought they're going to be doing scoliosis checks at the same time because mm-hmm. how, I don't know how like <laughs> how maturation and scoliosis just- even are related, related or like all of a sudden you're, you're growing. All of a sudden your back's just, someone's going to like punch you in the spine. Yeah. Knock it out of alignment. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's genetic, but I don't know. It could be wrong. But is that so funny? Um, and so she said she just started crying so much at home. <laughs> she made her mom push back the trip. Oh my gosh. Until after. <gasps> mom, don't you even care about my spinal health? <laughs> <laughs> if you loved me, we would not go on this long weekend trip. Have you ever seen a question mark? Because that's what my back's going to look like if I don't go to this maturation program. That just goes to show you the power that an emotional teenage girl has. Well, and also... Anything um, to get him to the, shut up and calm down. The the influence that friends. Yes. Like that is the most wild story ever. Right. And like, even though an adult woman is probably telling her daughter... That is not true. You will not get scoliosis <laughs> if you don't attend this video. 
the social pressure was way worse than and the so mom's common sense. The entire family vacation was, was had rescheduled. to be had to be scheduled around maturation program. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about it's been a heavy emphasis on the ladies. Uh-huh. So this is a I terrible, mean it makes sense. We don't have any stories of our own. Right. Of male situations. And again, I think female puberty is harder and more difficult and so I think you get more stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because it's just more formative. Every girl has a story about having their period at school and mm-hmm. it being terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was this one girl that I knew that she started her period and she stood up and it was on the chair. Oh. And this boy goes, oh, you sat in ketchup or something. Oh, gosh. Who would put ketchup on the chair? And the, oh. and the girl just sat back down like, what am I going to do? And the yeah. bell rang. The teacher walked up to her and goes, good thing he's not very smart, huh? <laughs> teacher said that yeah i'd much rather think someone that i accidentally brushed up against the ketchup table at lunch right and uh, then later when he was probably older he was probably like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay this listener's story reminded me of this outfit that you used to have i knew you were going to bring up pocahontas <laughs> i knew it For, pocahontas really had a major moment in allison's life it was it was fleeting but it was strong because <laughs> she had a pocahontas placemat bowl fork and knife I know. Up. Did it come with this thing? Like, was it all in one thing? <laughs> Maybe because she also had Pocahontas undies and a cami, a matching camisole bra. Yeah, and it's like it's like why go on? There. Why is that the Disney merch that they created? Right. Like, I understand the underwear, but but a bra. Usually, if you're wearing a cami, you need it to be very neutral because it's going to show through. I, I, Allison, I think mom called it a cami because she didn't want to call it like, like a an, bralette, like an underage sports bra with yeah. Pocahontas and Miko on the front. Right. Um, so I'm like, I don't feel like cami was the right term. Okay. But well, that's that was what, just what was presented to me, but I, I was like I know, seven. I know. This, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why would Disney uh, like have that as part of their, part of their merch? Disney but is going to slap their children's movies on anything. Anything. Yeah. Anything they can sell. It's true. It's true. Because it'll get Athletic purchased. Athletic cups? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Like, come on now. There's Who plenty knows? of Disney adults out there. <laughs> um, But yeah, this listener said that her friend's mom okay. bought her a matching Cinderella bra and panty set. So I'm, I'm picturing this is exactly like your Pocahontas one with just right. Cinderella version. Okay. She goes, I have no idea why I even got that or why my friend's mom right. would Was buy that for her. Undergarments. But, but she said that. Her, this was like one of her besties moms okay and they were probably at the store together right. and was like i really want this and she was like sure kid. cute yeah <laughs> sure sure anyway she so she was really psyched about yeah. this cinderella set and she <laughs> tried it on mm-hmm. at home and she's not really sure why she decided to try it on when they had like neighborhood kids over <laughs> and she was behind an unlocked you're door excited about something <laughs> Yeah, you want to wait. Throw caution to the wind. I want to try this thing on. What are the chances that someone's going to walk in? Hi. And so anyway, yeah, there were neighborhood boys over and she was trying on this Cinderella bra and panty (laughs) set behind an unlocked door. Right. And of course, they came in. Yeah. And they saw her in her Cinderella Mm -hmm. undies (laughs) and Cinderella bra. Someday my prince will come. That is Snow White. Oh, what is it? Dream is a wish your heart makes. I almost saw her bibbity bobbity boobs. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so that's hilarious. Okay. This listener said she was the only girl among, so there were four brothers okay. and her. So already you are a fish out of water in mm-hmm. some ways. Like anything developmentally, like you're like, please. You're on your own. You're on your own. You like- have no one to relate to. And her mom, 
you know, she says now through some therapy and some work, she realized her mom was like treading water and she tries to give her some grace Uh with this one. Yeah. With all the, all the boys and her and yes. So she starts her period early one morning before school and she goes to her mom. Oh mom, I started my period. Her dad had just walked in the door from an early morning gym sesh. Okay. Now this was in the 1980s. So I have this visual of very short, short gym shorts because that's what men wore. And the windbreaker with lots of colors. Right. And our listener said she can't remember totally what the circumstance, what her mom was doing that would have her so busy that she decided to look at the dad and say, I need you to run to the store with her. Oh, yikes. Uh-huh. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you are. Tra- it's, if it's before school, it is all hands on deck. I can tell you we had a breakdown today before yeah. school uh-huh. because you were making lunches and things like that. But Getting I would people dressed. dare to say that the dad could make the lunches. Absolutely. He could get all of the other boys dressed. Or your boy could be late for school that day. Uh-huh. It would probably be okay. Yeah. But let's try not to pass judgment on this woman and this mother. <laughs> and um, maybe she was a little desensitized. Maybe she was like, listen, get the embarrassment out of the way because this is just life. So <laughs> the dad decides to put on what the nearest thing is that he has. And it's cold outside because it's in Michigan. Okay. It's in the winter. Mm-hmm. So he throws on his cowboy boots. <laughs> But he's in his gym shorts. Yes, I love it. Yeah, and he, he looks like he's in the cast of Magic Mike. And then he throws on a puff coat. Once puff again, coat, shorty shorts. Yes, Magic Mike. <laughs> you have to have layers in to the start winter. out with Magic Mike, right. and then and go so down she's from there. like, "That's what we're going with." So she's already like humiliated because here is her father taking her to get tampons or you know feminine mm-hmm, hygiene mm-hmm. things, not the mom. Then he's dressed like that. <laughs> she did make a comment saying, "You know." My dad just doesn't care at all what people think. And she said, which is actually a trait I've learned it's to good. admire now. But when you're, but when you're 12 no. and you have to go to the store to buy you care tamps, so much, and then he's wearing that, you, you're not so you appreciative. You care so much. One time, my mom, being darn fun, dressed up as the Easter Bunny for the church um, kids activity. I almost cried. Yeah. Britt wanted to c- crawl in the rabbit hole. And... <laughs> And die. So I get it. Like looking back, you're like, so fun at the time. I'm going to run on the road. Yeah. So anyway, keep going. <laughs> so they go to the store and he's like, well, what do you need? She's I like, good question, I dad. No. Good question. <laughs> so she just kind of randomly starts like buying like big giant pads and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And they get to the checkout and she's just like hanging her head like, can this be over? Exactly. And the dad just decides to be friendly and strike up a conversation with the checkout lady. (laughs) And so this is just getting dragged out. Right. Prolonged. And she's just sitting there with like probably diapers because at that age, you have no idea what to expect. Mm -hmm. So you're like, go big, I guess. Go big or go home. I don't want to have an accident. Mm -hmm, So you're like, mm -hmm. let's just get these maxi emphasis on the maxi. The overnights. (laughs) The overnights, like after you've had a baby (laughs) situation. And he sat and chatted for minutes and minutes while she sat no. and held her feminine hygiene products while he's in his cowboy boots, gym shorts, and a puff coat. <laughs> and she has that seared into her memory. That is so And tries funny. not to hold her mom, hold it against her mom anymore, but she did for a long time. Like, what could have been so important that, is so funny. that you felt this was this the right is, move? This is the exact type of story that we've been, we looked for for this episode. Yes, so, exactly. So I know you hated it in the moment. And through therapy, you've come to terms with it. Yeah, but now like we, legitimately. we love it. We, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. But this is what we were looking for. Right. So, okay. This listener said, it's so sad and she's still really embarrassed by these things. <laughs> so she had four sisters, but still no one taught her anything. So maybe you don't, you know what? Some people are like, oh man, I had no sisters to help me out. And it's like, like that last story. Maybe, maybe this, they would have done nothing. And so she did things like she rolled up toilet paper to use instead of a pad or a tampon until she was a senior in high school. Oh, Now that is so uncomfortable. That girl had to have been clogging toilets. <laughs> 
Like, you know what I mean? She was probably flushing down uh-huh. excessive wads yeah. that she had had in her pants. Because she said she never dared to use like a tampon, which yeah. I, I can understand, but right. get some, get some maxi pads. Some pads At least there's adhesive. You know? Yeah. Because those things slide around uh-huh. like so crazy. Right. Yeah. Not sure how someone missed on the education of her periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes, and it was a monthly thing. Right. <laughs> That's a long time to be uh-huh. doing that. That's an emergency. That's what you do in case of emergency. Right. That's, that's like, not the, that's not the long game. That's, that's not the, what you should be That's doing. the last resort if you are somewhere where you cannot have access to anything. And you did not expect to yeah. be uh-huh. getting your period at that moment. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. Part of me is like, okay, I've, I've lived so this much of life. How can I help my kids, you know, go through this as smoothly as possible? Right. But like, like we were talking about with the bra and the scripture bag, then they're not going to have any stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, we have to keep your life a little colorful. Yeah. We can't make it too smooth sailing. Yeah. Well, and I was like putting out a call for these. I'm like, if you somehow made it unscathed, like, yeah. we can't be friends <laughs> because this is all what we relate to. Right. Uh-huh. Because I like, have a hard time believing boys, girls, whatever, that you made it out completely unscathed. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look back on these and you're mortified, I would guess now you're able to laugh about it. So as we always say, no matter how bad it is, no matter how weird it is, just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. All right, you guys, thanks for gabbing with us and opening yourselves up to some vulnerability. And we tried to make it as tasteful as possible. But what do you do? (laughs) Yes. So thanks for listening. We've gotten a couple new reviews. Keep them coming. And we'll see you guys next week. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh, those are quality crazy markers. Art. You would have think they're cra- the crazy art. Are usually the ones like that dry up after one use, and they're the stinkiest crayons. <laughs> and so she said she was so young and innocent. She didn't. Even... Oh crap! I'm like losing my train of thought. I know this sounds bad. Mm-hmm. So, and it probably sounds very unsocialist of me. Um, what is that word? Let me look it up real quick <laughs> so I don't sound like an idiot. Um, it is I love the- it for you that you're using words you actually don't know what they mean. There's some athlon being added. <laughs> and my son's like, they said that parents can help. Are you going to help? And I was like, I have signed, I'm signing up for field day. Like, right. I will be helping at field day. I don't know that I can do that. The athlon. <laughs>